it's a no from me. The unofficial X Factor UK podcast by Molly Ryan. Hi, I'm Molly Ryan and welcome to the second episode of my podcast, It's a No From Me. Coming up, I will be going through the live shows and what happened at the judges' houses, Fash Factor, my predictions of the week, and how you can still get the X Factor experience and still feel like you're a star, even though you cannot sing like me. First off since last week has been the judges' houses, which is when the final six from each category of the six-year challenge went to a secret location to perform to the judges. And each judge had a guest judge. Um, They did it slightly different this time. Caroline Flack and Ollie Mers, the presenters, played back the performances from the judges' houses in front of the audience as well as the contestants and all the judges. And there was a 10-second countdown after all the performances were done and they had to make a decision of who their final three would be. I mean, it was a bit stressful, and the people who I thought would get through didn't. For example, Chloe Page, she's got an absolutely amazing voice, but Rita Ora said that she's got an amazing voice, and that's it. But I mean, it is pretty rare that you can sing, and you're like a model, and you have the full package, so I feel like she should have got through, purely based on her vocals. And Josh Daniels, the really, really attractive one who made Simon cry in the first auditions, he didn't get through either, and I have no idea why, but... It's all good. I mean, I'll get over it eventually. So Rita Ora chose Megan Trainer for her guest judge, and I honestly have no idea why. I don't think Megan Trainer can sing at all, but hey-ho, I mean, it happened, and, well, I mean, she obviously did fail because Chloe Page couldn't get through, but anyway. So Rita took her girls to L.A., and then in Rome, there was Cheryl and her guest judge, Jess Glynn, which was cool. And then Nick Grimshaw had his guest judge, Mark Ronson, in London. And finally, Simon had Louis Tomlinson from One Direction in his house of the south of France. And I must say, it was pretty distracting having Louis there. I was staring at him the whole time. I mean, I wasn't even concentrating on the over 25s. He actually is perfection. I've seen him in a whole new light. And here's my new obsession. The biggest thing that everyone is talking about from the judges' houses is the ghost that was supposedly in Simon's house in France whilst Anton was performing. But in my opinion, I honestly think that he chose that house purposefully because he already hates his category. So he thought, hey, why not take them to a haunted house and scare the living daylights out of them, you know? But um, everyone is saying like, oh, is it true? Is it not? Like, was it actually a ghost? But I found out, apparently, according to Simon and the crew, they saw a grey sort of like creepy figure gliding past the window whilst one of the contestants was performing and TV monitors kept sort of like flicking on and off. So the crew decided to stop filming for the day because they were so creeped out and that makes me want to vomit. That's actually my worst nightmare. Like imagine just seeing a ghost and all that happening as well. I would eliminate myself at that stage. I mean, nah, can't cope with that. So after they played back all the performances on the show, after minutes of clamming up and hyperventilating, stressing out who's going to get through and who's not, the final three for each category were finally announced. And I still don't know how, but Mason Noyes got through and literally the whole crowd booed him. It was the most awkward thing. Everyone was cringing. It was, oh, it was so awkward. And Caroline Flack and Ollie, the presenters, had to be like, be nice guys, like, Stop being mean, but oh my god, I feel like he low-key deserved it though because, I mean, he was an utter douchebag at the six-chair challenge. So following the judges' houses 
was the first live show and it was so exciting. Monica was drawn for the wild card, meaning that after being eliminated, the judges were like, lol, JK, you're, you're actually through. Come back, sorry. Like, so hopefully she sticks around for a while because that would mess with her head so much being like, nah, sorry, you're not good enough, especially because she auditioned last year and got told to go as well. So hopefully she stays. Lauren in Rita's category kicked off with an absolute killer performance of Whitney Houston's I'm Every Woman. But the stage, she had like these tacky dances and it was full of like pink fluff and it was so tacky. I don't think she needed it, but she killed it regardless. And Max did a reggae version of Someone Like You Adele and half of the crowd hated it. You know, the judges were a bit iffy, but I think that it worked. And Louisa Johnson sang the Beach Boys God Only Knows and she hadn't even heard of the song before and you would have never known she absolutely killed it. Simon said that we have witnessed the birth of a star, which is probably the best compliment that anyone can ever get, especially from Simon Cow. But with saying that, I definitely feel like Simon was on something or he had a, a few cheeky brews by himself beforehand. He made this weird analogy when Shay Chesterman was singing. He was like... Um, I have two dogs at home, and if my dog started talking, I feel like that's the same reaction that I would have to your performance, because I didn't expect it, and he just, it was just a real mind boggle, he said it, oh, he just said it so weirdly, and everyone was so confused. Fash Factor. So, this week on the Fash Factor, I will be telling you my best and my worst looks from the first live shows. So, my worst Even though she was my best last week, it has got to be Rita Ora. I don't mean to sound gross, but I can't think of another way to describe it. Her makeup looked like I had ripped a massive fart on her pillow. She was wearing the most ugliest pink eyeshadow ever, and it literally looked like she had pink eye, like I can't describe it in any other way. And her outfit just kind of confused me. It was black at the top and long and pink, and it just, it didn't really work out. But my best definitely has to be Louisa Johnson. She just looked perfect, as usual. And she looked like a bloody angel in her white silver dress and matching shoes. And her long blonde hair, like, I just wish I looked like her. She's so cool. I can't believe she's only 17. And that's stunning. When I was 17, I was probably still eating Happy Meals. And I was trying to figure out how to blend my eyeshadow without it looking like I'd been punched in both eyes. So my predictions for the rest of the season, I definitely think there are going to be some dramas. Even though Mason Noyes is sorting himself out, I feel like he's going to just have a massive scrap with Nick Grimshaw or something. Something to do with the fact that Nick won't let him sing a um, another Justin Bieber song. I don't know, but I definitely think there's going to be a few dramas. But this one is so obvious. If you don't think this as well, then there must be something wrong with you. But I am 99 sure that Caroline Flack and Ollie Mers, the presenters, are banging. I mean, they just, they're so flirty, they get on really well, they're really cute, and I can guarantee if they haven't already, then that's definitely going to happen, and hopefully they get married and have babies, because they'll be the cutest couple ever. And as for the winner, I am still, and I probably always will be, Team Louisa Johnson at this stage. I just don't think anyone can beat her. Her voice is just unreal. She's so amazing. But then after watching the live shows, Lauren and Fourth Impact, the band, and Max from the Overs all did really, really well. So you never know. And I have no idea who's going to get voted out. 
If you're like me and can't sing for shit, but you still can't let go of the fact that you won't be the next Beyonce, then there is still hope. And if you are loaded, there is a way of pretending that you're a sick singer. So I found out you can actually rent slash buy all of the judges' houses. So there's this website called, for Simon's house, called homeaway.co.uk. And the house consisted of 10 bedrooms, but it can sleep 48 people. It has a pool house, a spa, gardens, underground chambers, so much more. And the rent is $10,000 for three nights. So I mean, I mean, it's doable, maybe if your family's really rich and you want a good 21st present, but it's not really affordable, but you know, we can just dream. And for Cheryl's house in Rome, for just over $10,000, you can get a whole week of the place. It has two swimming pools, an indoor and outdoor one. There's a sauna, a Turkish bath, nice gardens, golf courses, literally everywhere. And all for $10,000. I mean, if you think about it, it's, I mean, it's pretty reasonable. I mean, I'd probably just sing near the pool, Adele at the top of my lungs, because no one is there. No one can say to me, you know, you're really shit. Get out of here. So, I mean, I definitely know where my savings are going to go now. And unfortunately, Rita Ora's house in LA, you can't rent it. It's already privately owned. But if you were to know someone who knows the owner, I mean, that could happen. It has a jacuzzi, a pool, and apparently it's the it place for celebrities to buy their fancy pads. And, oh, it just sounds like an absolute dream. But Nick Grimshaw's house, you can literally buy. I mean, I don't know if my Kiwi saver will be able to cut the cost of it. But it's just 90 minutes from London City. It is 650 acres. It has a spa, a pool, lots of activities to do, like jet skiing. And it was apparently designed by Kate Moss, which just adds the cherry on top. I mean... That just sounds like an absolute dream. So there you have it. If you can't sing, then there is a way to still get the full X Factor experience if you have money. And if not, then I don't know what else to suggest. But that is it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Head on over to my Facebook page. It's a no from me to listen to all my podcasts and also tell me your predictions for the season so far.